It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and we're going to shift gears just a little bit here. Uh, we're often talking about uh, what happens in our nation's capital, what happens in government and government agencies. Uh, many of you saw the uh, the report, the big report uh, coming out on uh, UFOs, and uh, of course, as in most things, uh, we got to look dig a little deeper, <laughs> think a little harder. And uh, sometimes we just need to think again about some of these things. And uh, someone who's going to help us do that today, uh, Jason Colavito, uh, is going to break down the new government report and uh, maybe even a little cold water to to uh, create some clarity maybe in terms of some of the thinking there. Jason, thanks for joining us today. Uh, it's great to be here with you. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about this. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, report in terms of, you know, what is a UFO and how long have we been tracking these and what does it mean for alien life and all of those kinds of things. Uh, you've been digging around on this for uh, for a long time and uh, recognize that there's there's really some interesting patterns uh, that have created kind of this uh, obsession with UFOs on Capitol Hill. Well, certainly. Um, I wrote an article about it for the New Republic magazine last week. And uh, one of the things I talk about is the way that the same group of people keep cycling through the government's uh, periodic interest in flying saucers and UFOs and what have you. It all kind of goes back to the middle 20th century, a time when there was a huge uh, flying saucer boom of the Air Force had a major investigation of flying saucers, Project Blue Book, and uh, lots of people were really interested in all sorts of strange and occult topics. And the federal government ended up being extremely interested in whether you could use psychics to spy on the Soviets with their magic psychic powers. And the people who became involved in that program kind of cycled through straight into UFO research, when, um, at the behest of a very wealthy hotel magnate named Robert Bigelow, they decided to start looking into the bizarre question of whether space spooks from another dimension were filtering into our reality through a hole in the sky in a ranch um, out in your state of Utah uh, called Skinwalker Ranch, uh, which is now the site of a History Channel reality TV show. And they managed to convince the federal government to fund their research into space spooks. And that, in a roundabout way, is what got us here today when that space spook research turned into a, an investigation of flying saucers and UFOs, alien abductions, alien implants, and all sorts of other weird things that they thought had some sort of relevance. And what we're seeing on Capitol Hill now is only a very small part of that overall investigation the part that they want you to see because it's the part that sounds reasonable while behind the scenes all that crazy stuff has been going on for decades okay so let's let's dig into this just a little bit deeper here so you're saying this all started because we were hiring psychics to use their psychic superpowers to spy on the russians 
Yes, they actually did that. The CIA and the Pentagon um, at various points had a program. They called it Project Stargate at one point, just like the movie Stargate with the aliens and all, where they had psychics who were trying to spy on the Russians. And one of those psychics, in fact, delivered a report to the CIA in which he claimed that he went back in time one million years to commune with Martians. And this is what our federal government was researching. And now it's very serious, the national security crisis prompted by flying saucers, UFOs, and what have you. But it all grows out of these very strange ideas. And what we're seeing now is only a very, very small part of a much broader overall program of magical thinking and, you know, very extreme and strange um, ideas that are kind of beyond the purview of science. Wow. And and as most things, uh, when I was in uh, D.C., uh... I, I blamed every almost everything you could blame on a on a really good lobbyist doing really bad things, uh, <laughs> and a uh, a member of Congress uh, not knowing how to say no or not having a staffer to say no, sir or no, ma'am, no senator, no representative. We're not we're not taking that money. We're not we're not doing that. Uh, so you you brought in this little interesting Utah connection in terms of the Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, there's also an interesting connection. Uh, with uh, former uh, majority leader, Democratic senator from Nevada, uh, Harry Reid, who uh, yes, got indeed. intertwined with some of those fundraisers and uh, some of those uh, lobbyists and, and campaign donors. Well, exactly, because uh, Harry Reid has known Robert Bigelow for a very long time. He thinks he's brilliant. And he became entwined with that idea of the Utah Ranch Space Spooks and was impressed enough by the idea of... Uh, beings from other dimensions filtering in through the sky and what have you, that he uh, helped to initiate the funding for the program that eventually became that uh, UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, uh, research that we're hearing so much about in the news now. It started out as a way of funneling cash to Robert Bigelow to hunt space spooks, and it turned into the stuff that you're hearing uh, Congress demanding answers about right now. Wow. Yeah, th- that is fascinating stuff. So, so what's the uh, what should we do as citizens? We see a lot of this stuff come up, and, and obviously, there's things that are in the sky that we don't understand and, and aren't there. Uh, and then you get to this kind of level of stuff, and uh, you know, if, if we're worried about the Russians, uh, you know, spying on us or trying to infiltrate our elections through Facebook, um, you know, if if we're relying on psychics as our as our counter weapon, there, <laughs> I don't have a lot of confidence in our uh, foreign our foreign strategy moving forward. Well, one thing to keep in mind is that there's a difference between saying people see things in the sky, we should find out what that is. You know, that's a perfectly reasonable question and something that I don't think anyone would disagree with. That's just science. And on the other hand, there's the, the people who are saying we see people see things in the sky. We don't know what they are. Therefore, it's a national security threat. Therefore, they're also turning off our nuclear weapons, as one of them said um, on NBC Nightly News a couple of weeks ago. And therefore, we need to have defense contracts. We need to have a whole program. We need to have Congress investigating and so on and so forth. And that's where we kind of veer off into the territory that's a little problematic, because you're taking a question that some people don't know what they're seeing and turning it into a national security crisis that's essentially being manufactured by people who are most closely associated with History Channel reality TV shows, uh, who are associated with an entire industry of UFO entertainment. The people who are advocating for it right now, like Louis Elizondo and Christopher Mellon, whom you saw on 60 Minutes, 
who've been on um, ABC and CNN and every other TV show, they are very closely involved with the entertainment complex. They work together for an entertainment company that made UFO Entertainment. Uh, Louis Elizondo is going to be on the Discovery Channel this week on a ghost hunting paranormal reality show to go hunt alien, underwater aliens. And it's really difficult to say that we should be listening to these people and taking them deadly seriously when it's quite obvious that they're turning it into a circus that's very, very closely tied to the entertainment complex. Yeah, and that was, uh, again, that's great, uh, great insight, uh, Jason Calavito. Uh, appreciate your perspective on that. And it does just confirm that uh, when suddenly you have someone who has solutions to a problem that doesn't exist, uh, they've usually got some skin in the game or uh, are are ready to uh, make a windfall profit uh, based on whatever the solution might be. But, uh, Jason, thanks for joining us and getting some clarity in terms of uh, what's happening up in the sky, uh, what's happening in terms of UFOs and, and where we really are, what that means to us uh, from a national security standpoint. Appreciate your perspective today. Oh, it was great to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, uh, Jason, great perspective there. And I hope you all recognize that. And, and I kind of chuckle and, and we can be tongue in cheek about a lot of these kinds of things. But there's also a pattern to this that is deeply disturbing to me. And it has nothing to do with UFOs or extraterrestrials. It has everything to do with how influence peddling happens in our nation's capital. And just as Jason described, you have some well-funded people uh, who are looking to make more money uh, who are influencing members of Congress and members of committees and members of government agencies in ways that will profit them. That is not about our national security, is not about keeping us safe, uh, but is about them making more money uh, in their particular field. And that is, uh, that is the big challenge. And they're well-funded. And again, this isn't to target those that are looking up at the night sky and wondering what's going on there. Uh, this applies to a host of things. And you can always follow the money trail. And you can say, oh, this person's calling for hearings. That's interesting. And they call for hearings. And then suddenly those hearings are turning into committees. Those committees are turning into task force. The task force turns into agencies. And we're $30 trillion in debt. And what are we getting our strategy is that we're going to have psychics spy on Russia. Uh, we can do better. We have to do better. And we're going to dive into that as we get into hour number two. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. I'm Boyd Matheson. You're listening to Inside Sources. Much more to come in hour number two. Stay with us. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.